Yo, son, dudes. Yo, I got a topic for you guys. So, welcome back to the second installation of Chris's Corner, the podcast. Ah, fuck that. But anyways, let's get to it. So, some of you guys might have seen, I posted on my Instagram story that helmets are for people who do not know. That is all I said. And I said those who choose to ride effectively and safely without helmets, they know. They know. For right there. They are doing it. Don't you see? But this statement, this observation, man, it's gotten all kinds of people upset. I mean, I'm talking about new schooler threads. We got kids screaming. I'm looking at my DMs and I'm having, you know, childhood friends turn on me. I got loyal fans who are just like, bro, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. I like my helmet. And it's so funny because... I'm not telling anyone to not wear a helmet. I'm just saying the helmet is a signifier. It is a signifier. It is a sign. And what is that sign? You don't know. You don't know. I mean, it's very simple. You don't know. Therefore, because you do not know, you put on a helmet you are implicitly understanding that you are doing high-risk riding. And that is why you wear a helmet. Now, personally, I have issues with high-risk riding because I very much have to ask you, why are you taking such a high risk for what type of reward, especially in the long run? So, like, if I'm looking at, you know, kids always love to go to the extremes. So, let's take it to the extremes. Dolo. Dolo wears a helmet during competitions. He's probably legally made to. Which, you know, that's fine. He should. That's, I don't give a fuck. It's a competition. But you gotta understand, what are all of these athletes doing at that level, dog? They are pushing the fucking sport. They are doing some. Like, they are the best of the best, and they are getting outside of their understanding on certain things. When we're talking about double variations, triple variations, and, you know, we're, we're not talking about just dub 12s. We're talking about 14s and 16s, if not higher. I'm seeing some crazy fucking triples out there now. But here's the reality. They are doing high-risk riding. Now, if you look at a lot of those pros when they're just casually riding, huh, nope, they toss the helmet. They don't need it. I, I've seen Alex Hall without a helmet. I've seen Quinn Wolferman without a helmet. I've seen Dolo without a helmet. B-Dog sure as shit doesn't rock a helmet. All of Stepped doesn't rock a fucking helmet. And it's for a reason. is because they are within their understanding. They know. And so therefore they don't need a helmet. And... Uh, 
that's where people really get hung up right here is a lot of people then begin to say like, oh, well, anything can happen. A, a freak accident or they could catch an edge on a revert. Well, I want to be very honest with you. If those things happened, then you were just fooling yourself thinking that you knew because clearly you did not know. Because such a thing like a freak accident or an edge catch, you know, it made you a fool. It made you a fool. It showed that you did not know. And yes, it can happen. It can happen completely. But if you know, you know. And that's the beauty of it. Also, know this. If you know... Typically, you know your bales too. So even if shit go, did go bad at the weirdest, most sudden moments, number one, you know how to hit the ground properly. Number two, you know which direction to even begin it with. You know, to the point to where like, oh, do I want to take the rail to my ribs or do would I rather come down a little shoulder heavy next to it and then do more or less some type of handstand flip kind of thing with it? So the main thing I want to talk about here, because I think helmets, helmets are fine, man. It's just use them and know why you're using them. To think that everybody should wear them 24-7 and you have to and yada yada. I don't think anyone is really saying that. But I know a lot of people feel very strongly because they themselves have had experiences to where they did not know some aspect of a trick or a line or anything, honestly. And they crashed bad. And their helmet saved their fucking ass. Like, and that's dope. That is totally dope. The helmet fucking worked. And that's fucking tight. But, well, we gotta take a step back. You know, too many people just think that it ends there. Like, oh, thank God I had a helmet. No, 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 no. Let's go back and say, why did this happen? You know, we need to pull out the little Sherlock Holmes pipe start puffing on the reefer and start thinking like, how the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? If these rules were set into play, or at least I assumed these rules were set into play, how did I get this outcome of such a disastrous crash? That means maybe the assumed rules going into it you know, whether you were going for a backflip on a 35-foot jump and somehow you over-rotated it. We, we right there, we can work backwards and find where it went wrong. And then we can now learn from that. And a lot of people just say, oh, thank God I had my helmet. And they never think about how to fix that issue. Or even worse, they become terrified. It's a phantom that just jumped out of a trap door and you can never trust skiing because that's just how it is sometimes things just jump out at you and you'll never know why and they just ruin your season and they blow your knee and you no 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 let's let's step back away from that shit happens for a reason 
Like, we all got to understand this skiing game is a game of physics. You can't get away from that. It, it truly is. Let's talk about energy, dog. And typically, this is the issue, is when there is conflicting energy. And typically, that's you putting in the conflicting energy. How I see it is Mother Nature, she don't fuck up the energy. Uh-uh-uh-uh. She got the energy perfect the first fucking time. It was you who were not observant enough to observe her energy. And you did not, I guess give her the language to complement her energy. Instead, you hit her with a body language that was very conflicting to her little harmony. And so therefore, you paid for it. Mother Nature is not going to take up, you know, the bill for you, homie. Like you that's the thing you got to understand is Mother Nature never, never pays for this delicious, pleasurable meal that we call skiing. You do. You do. And here's the thing, is like, you gotta make sure when you're going into shit, you got that cash in your wallet. You already know what her meal is gonna cost and your meal is gonna cost. And you got already the tip for the waitress planned out and everything and that's honestly kind of how you have to look at this is this is a very exact equation when we are entering into i call it the energy i truly do every time i sit at the top of my run i think about the energy i think about it almost how to put it man I think of it almost like a vortex, a tunnel, a flow, a pipe. Uh, You know in Nemo, when they uh, meet the sea turtle dudes? Yeah, you, you know that thing that they were riding, that tube of water that was flowing faster? Think about that when you're skiing. And if you drop out of that, then that typically is where the conflicting energy happens so as long as you are staying with consistent and complementing the energy then that you have nothing to worry about the energy honestly but this is what i'm going to say is you gotta know what you're doing you gotta know what you're doing and when i say no It's not, I think I know what I'm doing. It is like, you don't even, it would be easier to show you than to even explain. That's how you know something. Like when some, uh, somebody's like, yo dude, do a nollie two on, you know, like, uh, front four out or something like that. If you know, you wouldn't sit there and like, Think about it and be like, alrighty, you need to come in this way and maybe that way. Like, don't get me wrong, planning is awesome, but if you know, you're like, shit, motherfucker, catch this. And then you just fucking do it. 
You might not even know how to explain it, but you do it. Just like you don't know how to close your hand, but yet when you will your hand to close, it closes, you know, kind of thing. You know how to do that. You don't think to yourself, already forearm tendon index, forearm tendon middle finger, Alrighty, let's uh, forearm tendon the palm, thumb. Okay, very nice. There we go. No, no, you don't do that. It's much more harmonious. You know, you play almost like a little tune in your ear, and that's how you do it. And that's honestly how I very much look at skiing, is I just think of a vibration. I think of a sound. I think of a motion, an energy, a frequency, a vibration, a happening, a process. I don't think, I mean, when I'm learning things, yes, because when you are learning, you do not know. So therefore, yes, thinking and planning comes into it and identifying certain things very much helps that. But keep in mind, that is not knowing. So when you're not in this knowing part, a helmet might be nice. But if you are in the knowing realm, then you you can go without a helmet and you will be fine because you know, you know, there is no question, you know. And so really, let's, let's go back into the energy and just think about the energy because I feel like a lot of kids, they don't understand the energy. They understand the tricks, but they don't understand the energy kind of thing. Now, you got to understand the tricks are just mere tools that you can use with the energy. They They are not the energy itself. It's... They are the raw mechanics that you can plug into the energy and it works. And so really, really, a lot of kids, you know, they think they, they think, keep in mind, they think they know the energy because they know the tools. But this is what I'm going to say. And this is where a lot of people are getting upset with me. And it's okay. It's okay. I realize that you guys do not have the perspective or the experience that I do. And that's fine, dog. That's fine. You know, my OG Cam Cop, look him up, dog. That motherfucker's dope. Um, he, He told me that one season, all he did was just ski fast and slide rails. Now, I'm, I'm talking about the best rail rider at perfect north hands down nobody like i'm telling you cam has fucking rail tech tricks and and he he like an og at the hill like he used to roll with jibulent laker shit like that like the dude is solid and that's what he told me and it changed it changed my skiing when he said yeah yeah if we're like Season, all I did was just slide rails, maybe do like a blind two, you know, kind of thing in his goofy ass voice. (laughs) But uh, so I did that one season. I really took a back seat to doing tricks one season. And I merely 
tried to go as fast as I could top to bottom of my park and trying to look as stylish and solid as I could. And so I'm talking about we're hitting, I think, a DFD, a donkey dick, a Cuban. Oh, man, what else did they have? The Cuban one's at the bottom. But anyways, rails like that and a few rails with some kinks and I think there was a Z rail at the time too. Um, But that was my main goal was to now understand the energy. I didn't know it at the time that that's what Cam had told me is that essentially when he took a season to merely slide rails fast and stylishly. That's him understanding the energy. You got to cut it down to bare essentials to sliding rails. Sliding rails is a tool that is facilitated by energy, but it's a very basic tool. I mean, beginners can use this tool and so you ask yourself like why would such an og dope ass you know rider reduce himself back down to the basics and the fundamentals and just sliding rails for a whole season that's a waste you you could be learning dub seven you know with a japan to safety grab like what the fuck you know but you gotta understand There's two ways to go about this skiing thing. You can go about it and try to get as many tricks as possible. You know, and the second you get one trick and you can do it, you know, three times, then you're like, awesome, next trick. You know, and you add a 180 now to that. So instead of a switch seven, now it's a switch nine. And then, you know, onto the dub 10, like your coach told you, you know, and that's the thing is that's one way to have a perspective in skiing. And typically comp kids are more oriented to do this because of the level of competition riding and other athletes. Um, And that's fine. It's totally fucking fine if you want to go this way. However, I'm going to suggest everyone that goes for as many tricks as they can learn possibly, please wear a back protector and wear a fucking helmet because you are you are accelerating like a rocket through the levels of skiing without understanding the fucking jet fuel in the rocket. And you're just like, I'm going up. I'm fucking going up. And when that rocket blasts off, Please, you're going to have to wear a helmet to break through these levels because you're going to have some serious crashes. And I've seen it. I've seen kids get fucking bodied when they wanted that dub 10. Even though that they they didn't have a good, you know, cork 9 or they couldn't cork 10 or they couldn't do a switch uh switch cork 7 stylishly, they want that dub 10. And so that right there screams to me, I just want tricks. I don't want understanding. I want tricks. 
And sometimes that's facilitated by insecurities and valuing what people think about you. Or if your parents are paying a lot of money for comp skiing, then, you know, they want results. And sadly, superficial people in this sport, in this game... You know, they that's how they see results. They they don't understand the energy themselves. They just want to see big tricks. To me, however, you know, I'm more on that style game. You know, I'm more on that underground. Like, I like to see kids who get it. You know, they know. They fucking know. I don't give a fuck. If that they don't have a cork 5 or they can't even cork 3 or that they don't have a super fed yet. If they do the sauciest fucking blind swap front 2, oh my god, I will lose my fucking shit. That kid that doesn't have all these crazy tricks but yet can fucking murder and style out some of the fundamentals and basics holy fucking shit i'm into that kid you know like honestly if i see him i might even go up to him and be like yo dog let me put you in my gear you know because now i do that kind of shit and i got a few you know riders and homies kind of under the ankilla apparel mantra you know to where like i see how they move And they're not trying to go for, oh, I want tricks. They're saying, I want understanding. And that is what I fucking love. Because those kids, a lot of the times, don't give a fuck what people think about them. And that's what I love. Because when you don't give a fuck what people think about you, then Merry Christmas, you're a free agent. You're able to do fucking anything. And the fact that you're putting in time to master the fundamentals and the basics, you know, standard tricks before you move up into higher and higher things, I think that's wonderful. I think that's fucking breathtaking, honestly, if you ask me. And I'll tell you what, I've watched a lot of these kids, bro. And the ones that, you know, like, I I offer to make my shit custom for them, they don't wear helmets. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They style without helmets. And that's the thing is they know. They know. They understand the energy. They understand what they're getting themselves into before they drop. Because they know. To where, like, once again, going back to the different mentality of, oh, I just want to get as many tricks as possible, you know, kind of thing like that. They don't know the energy. They don't want understanding. They have a superficial understanding of each trick. Only uh, They only understand a trick enough to get to the next level. And so here's the difficulty with that, if you didn't know. Besides it being horribly high-risk fucking riding, to where, like, yes, throw on throw on those hip crash pads, throw on that slide-tech back protector, don't forget your burn helmet, you know, kind of shit like that, is... 
no matter how high they climb, at a certain point, they're going to look down and they're not going to understand how to even climb down. So a lot of these kids, and I've seen it before, USSA, all that type of shit. Yeah, sure, they got a dub 10 safety. Cool. That's a gymnastics trick. But you should see them on rails. They struggle with a K-Fed. They're very boxy, mechanical. And that tells me that they lack understanding. Same with the dub 10. You know, there is a difference between, you know, a USSA dub 10 and a Keegan Kilbride dub 10. Or honestly, for him, his switch dub 9s. Oh, man. That dude is feeling it every fucking second of the trick. He is not saying like, Oh, once over. Oh, oh, hopefully I get again. You know, like that. He is like, whop, whop. He is probably envisioning a frequency in his head. And he is keeping his eyes open as he's moving around. The whole world is shifting around him. And if you understand, you can get into this form, this ball of energy. And it really transforms your entire perspective of the world. You can literally take flight. You can literally shift everything and feel completely normal. Feel completely normal when you are in this ball of energy. You have to have a good stance to, you know, reinforce that ball of energy. But once you understand that and how you can manipulate that stance to manipulate the energy, that's even more understanding. Like, oh, believe me, we, we could talk about a lot. We could talk about a lot about mechanics, but I would need a frame by frame and I, I wish you could sit right here and I'd point out little small things that some of your favorite skiers do that you never fucking notice, dog. But keep in mind, it's the energy, man. It's the energy to where the trick-oriented kid, you know, he is going... He's putting the cart before the horse, essentially. And he's saying, well, as long as I have a good cart, the horse will pull it. And the cart has to have this, this, that, and this. And I'll make sure it has that. Well, you got to feel the horse sometimes. Because you can make miscalculations when you're going backwards like that. You know, the cart before the horse. You know, but if somebody who really understands, understands that the foundation of their trick, of their cart, is the horse. They have to look at the horse first before that they can even put a cart behind the horse. And then depending on the horse, what type of cart can I put behind there? Successfully, safe, safely. Safely. With safety. Yeah. Um, because that's a big thing. You know, like, I see, going back to it once again, people who do not know, 
I will see them trying tricks on rails to where I'm like, yeah, you, you might be able to force that around. You got to manipulate a lot of aspects about your approach, your footwork and everything, dog. So it might work, but if you just looked at the horse first before trying to shove a cart on that horse, then you would understand that, oh, this rail really isn't meant for that type of trick or that cart. Do you understand the metaphor? Because I'm getting kind of tired of using it. But essentially... When I'm looking at a rail, I understand what tricks are good for this rail. What tricks would be stupidly difficult on this rail? And see, that's that's understanding. That's understanding the energy about it. And the energy could be physical restraints such as how long is this rail? How wide is this rail? Does this have kinks? Does this turn, curve? up down like you gotta know these things you gotta be observant and i don't know if i can say much more on it besides like guys go back to the fundamentals and this is what i suggest just so that you know that you're going back to the fundamentals and there's no like just dipping your pinky toe foot you know in the waters and being like I tried it I tried it okay I I, I can go back to my non-understanding helmet ways you know ditch the helmet and go back to sliding rails skiing fast and sliding rails I did it my OG did it I bet you a lot of fucking pros have done it do it relearn everything that you think you know you're going to find that you don't actually know some things super well and I'll be vulnerable I'll tell you this man I will fuck up a k-fed I've been doing k-feds for years but then just like out of the blue you know I'll just fuck up a k-fed and I'm just like, man, I thought I had that. But that was the key. I thought I had that. I didn't know I had that. I thought. And that's why you need to go back to the fundamentals. And you need to master that shit. Master the trick. When you master the trick, you understand the energy and the mechanics. You understand the horse and the cart kind of thing and that's what I really honestly be trying to say with most of you guys is when I'm saying a person who rides without a helmet knows and a person who does uh and sorry I'm fucking up but a person who rides with a helmet does not know and that's all I'm saying I mean, helmets are very useful. Me, they, how I see it is they, they have humbled me. I never wear a helmet unless I'm forced to for some rail comp or something. Um, because I always stay within my understanding. And I will not try things so... 
head-heartedly if I don't have full understanding to where I'm like, oh, I know, I know. See, like, the times that you'll see me whip out a helmet is when I'm saying, I don't know. I'm learning right now. This is high-risk riding, and I need the support right now because it's high risk for a reason but that's the thing is I don't do that often man in fact I I don't think I did that once last season um and that's and it's fine I I didn't have any major crashes honestly I barely fucking crashed at all I didn't have any injuries or whatever last season and it was wonderful because I stayed within what I knew And here's something beautiful that a lot of people don't understand is you can dial up and dial down magnitude. And so therefore, keep in mind, when you're playing with less energy, then here we go. We've got a smaller, I guess, horse. So therefore, my cart can be smaller. It can be simpler. And that way I can understand the entire equation better. And so that's often what I do is because I never ride with a helmet, I baby step. I baby step my way. If I want to do something, I'm going to sit there and say, what do I have to know before I even attempt to do such a thing? And so then I realize okay, I'm going to have to know how to be nose heavy. I'm going to have to know how to nollie off of rails. I'm going to have to know how to shuffle left, right, this way, you know. And so I break it down and then I go out and I learn. I master every little aspect that all combines to build this bigger, higher level that I want to get to. And I stay very, very safe in it. Because when I do not know, I'm playing with very large, I mean, very low energy levels. Very low. So even if I do fuck up and have a crash, it's very, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's like, oh, he was going two miles an hour. How how can you fuck yourself up when you're going two miles an hour? But as I learn and I understand, I I can dial up the magnitude. I can turn up the energy. And, you know, and that changes the equation. But yet, I, I'm from the low energy aspect, I'm understanding the mechanics. Now, I'm understanding the mechanics as the energy changes. And how does the energy change and essentially affect the mechanics like is this something that i have to push harder into um is this more of a quick motion a more drawn out motion is this more of rotational or is this straightforward and shifty so there's a lot of ways to like go about it and so i really suggest to absolutely everyone please be a scientist with your skiing. Fucking admit that you don't understand. And start from there. And go get your understanding. But this is what I'm saying. 
if you want to understand energy, you got to show commitment. And I say drop the helmet. Drop the helmet right there. Go back to the fundamentals. Go back to the mini terrain. I don't care. Humble yourself. Go back down to zero. Absolute zero. You are nobody. Go back to zero and see what you got. And I think you'll enjoy it. I think it'll be scary. But I think you'll enjoy it. And I think you'll come out a better, stronger rider who knows. Well, I think that's all I got to fucking say on this shit. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry for everyone that got so in their feelings about me talking about helmets and you guys get real defensive all of a sudden. No, wear your helmets if you want. Just know if you're wearing a helmet, it means you don't know. (laughs) Alrighty, peace guys.